Hello, hello, and welcome to the Guide Nurse Podcast. This podcast is a vehicle for self-healing, empowerment, and sharing of connection and community. We hear so much every day about the chaos and mayhem in our world, but it's not very often that we feel inspired by the incredible magic of those that we are surrounded by each and every day. This podcast is a sacred container designed to touch on the magic of our experiences and celebrate the energy we can share with each other when we are present and heartful. My name is Ness and I am an energy worker that uses my channel to help others and to continue learning and growing in my own practice. I channel sacred knowledge, energy and healing from my heart and divine sources of support. I share my energy through poetry, art, herbal remedies and support community activations and energy movement. Hello, good day, and welcome to episode three of the Guideness Podcast. The Guideness Podcast is a sacred container for healing, self-empowerment and understanding. Um, before we begin today, I'd really like to acknowledge that I'm uh, recording this podcast on the land of the dark and young peoples of the Central Coast, and I pay my respects to elders past and present, and anyone listening today who identifies as Indigenous. Um, we make an active commitment in every decision that we make as individuals and as a collective to honour the stories that have come before us. Um, in order to create new stories that are based in truth and that are based in love. So um, I thank you all for tuning in and I honor you for being a part of this entire journey. Um, I'll start today by calling in our guides and all the energies and frequencies that love us unconditionally, um, that they may be here in this space with us and that they might guide this conversation, this podcast, in a way uh, that creates the most healing for all who listen. Um, I call in my ancestors, Song Bing um, and Sophia, and I hold this energy in the words that I speak, in the frequencies that I use to, to elevate consciousness in my own way. Um, but today I wanted to talk a little bit more about um, the container that is guideness and what I do and how I show up as um, as a energy worker within the frequency and the container that is guideness as well. So um, a lot of people ask me, what is energy work? Um, and energy work is basically the, the understanding and the knowing um, that we have the power as human beings to be able to direct the flow of energy, whether that be in our own bodies, in our auric fields, or um, even in the ways that we, we engage in relation to other human beings in our experience. But all of it is energy. Um, when we think about the space that exists between each and everything that we interact with, um, we know deep down that it's ignited by something deeper. So um, being an energy worker means understanding that sometimes there are certain blocks that prevent us from being able to access energy, from being able to move energy. Um, and through our own healing, we meet the parts of ourselves that we are ready to meet or that want to be met. Um, and then we we free up that energy that gets stuck when when we allow those parts of ourselves to go unseen or unheard for long periods of time. So 
Today, I'm going to be talking a little bit about what it means to engage in that energy work on an individual level, um, and then also how that looks in a guidedness one-on-one session as well. So, um, lots of fun things to cover today, but I wanted to start today maybe with some big deep breaths and sitting with the body so that we can really move into a space of conscious awareness when we speak. So if you have the space, whether that's on your commute or whether that's wherever you are, I encourage you to close your eyes and take one big deep breath in. You notice the way that when we breathe in, we draw in energy from the outside world and we send it to places within our own body that need it the most. I think the breath, the path of the breath is different in every human, but sometimes we generally as a collective forget to breathe. We forget to bring our conscious awareness back to ourselves and back to our bodies. Doing so, it places our awareness and our attention, our energy, our intention back in the driver's seat where we can direct the flow of energy from an internal space of knowingness and calmness rather than a space that is easily affected by the things that happen outside of ourselves or the things that happen around us in the world around us as well. So... I think this is the best place to be able to speak power and truth to power, truth to your own existence and truth to how you're feeling in that moment because it really places you in a space of inner flow where you're able to really sit into the feelings that live inside different parts of your body and allow them to be able to take center stage and be able to express themselves in a way that honors who you are as well. So... People often ask me, how how did you get to this point of being able to do this work or even knowing that this work is important? And the, the biggest thing that I think has definitely helped in this journey is one, um, being able to find mentors and guides who have experienced similar things or who have knowledge and pieces of code that are essential to my evolution and my integration of all the parts of me. Um, so I, I make special mention of those guides and those mentors that have flown in to be able to support me in this very, very sacred work. Um, because without them, I think sometimes I really would have struggled in those spaces. I definitely would have been fine, but it really fast tracked the path that I was on to be able to access those resources and find those guides that helped me out in those situations. So what does the work look like? Oh, it's so different and it's so big um, in the ways that you can actually undertake this work. So there's there's energy work that lives in the body and I think often the body is the first real barrier to be able um, to feel confident enough in moving energy itself. And I, I say barrier just because sometimes we have pains in the body. We have Um, you know, perhaps bodies that we're not entirely satisfied with or bodies that we struggle with. 
Um, and usually our bodies are the first part of the integration process in creating a unity consciousness within ourselves in order to be able to access the deeper parts of our emotional bodies or our spiritual bodies or our etheric bodies in which things need to be uh, brought to our attention um, and things need to be healed. But I believe that the body is the gateway to that. So for me, um, opening up that practice has been about finding a practice that suits me. I really enjoy two practices of the body. One is yoga, um, of which I try to maintain a practice every day um, in the mornings of. It's just a service to my body to say, good morning, um, let's start our day together. Um, and two, the second body practice that I really enjoy is Qigong. It's an ancient Chinese medicinal um, energy movement practice. It's existed for over 2,000 years. Um, and it's something that I feel like is quite inherent in my being. I know how to do it. And sometimes uh, I feel like I've never received formal training on how to do it, but I know how to do it because of um, the ways that I've been able to tap into my inner well, my inner channel of resources um, that is always available to me. So being in the body, what, is, what does that mean? It means when you close your eyes, you don't go somewhere else. You stay exactly where you are. You notice where you're sitting. You notice where you're being. You notice the things that you might hear, the things that you might smell, the things that you might touch. Um, what does it feel like to have blood running through your veins and breath running through your lungs? How does they? How do these intimate systems all interact with one another to create the being that is you and that is me? It's not something that I've always been very good at. In fact, um, for a large portion of my life, I've tried to run away from the messages that my body is trying to send me. I've always struggled with um, lower back pain and that's something that I'm only just starting to overcome through consistent practice and understanding of myself so we are not taught how to sit in the space of our body without trying to run away from it or without trying to numb it through another experience um, so actually a practice for being in your body that I find really helpful is just sitting sitting on the seat that you're sitting in, feeling your bottom touch the seat, and then sitting in your bones. You're like, okay, well, I have legs, I have a torso, I have a tummy, I have arms and a shoulder, a neck and a head, and all of these things, I can feel them individually, but I can also feel them all at once, and I can alternate. Um, I think that knowledge in and of itself is pretty magical to explore on a spiritual level, but also on a body level too. So I think usually when I find that I'm feeling a big emotion or that I'm trying to unpack an emotion, I know that there's a deeper reason. I know there's a deeper me within the issue that I'm trying to explore. Um, so sometimes that lives in the body in different ways. So yesterday I was driving and I just, I was driving the car and I felt really, um, 
really uncomfortable and kind of sad in my skin and I, I was trying to understand it and then I, I was getting further away from it the more I tried to rationalize it from a mind point of view. So I, I encouraged myself to really just sit in that space and identify where that sensation lived in my body. So I realized that it sat quite heavy in my chest and I also realized that as soon as I brought my conscious awareness, my conscious attention into that region where I was like, why, why does my chest feel heavy? And what does the heaviness feel like? Does it feel colorful at all? Does it have any texture? What can I use to describe it and identify it? And as soon as I brought my awareness to it, it's almost like it was relieved to be seen. Um, and from that space, I was able to really explore that further. And I was really blessed to be able to be with Matthew, um, my life companion and facilitator. Um, we're co-facilitators of our own experience. And it's incredible to have someone who is able to speak to you from a place of heart and understand you from a place of heart when you raise things like a heaviness in your chest that you're not quite sure where it came from so that's helpful but if not I think in when we're in that space it can also be entirely helpful to actually speak to our own bodies too um, and it's only something that's been revealed to me quite recently through a mentor actually that our bodies and the the spirit that ignites our bodies is also known as the innate um, and it's entirely conscious as are we um, and the energy that flows between us is also a conversation. But sometimes I think that we, we tend to be a little less intentional with how we have that conversation as well. So um, it's about reframing what it means to be within it, to have that conversation, and then to also understand that um, we are multi multidimensional beings in a, in a human avatar experiencing ourselves and experiencing this experience so that leads me into my next understanding um, which is more to do with once we've established that the body is the doorway the conduit to be able to experience and understand ourselves in a more deep deeper way um, how do we place a name or an understanding or a knowing to the things that we are experiencing so that's where we lead into something that I think most people, most of you would be familiar with, which is inner children. Um, but I believe that the way that we've been taught about it is that there's only one. Um, whereas um, through the understandings that have been shared with me with mentors and through my own experience of how to unpack the experiences of my past, um, it's become more clear I guess to all of us um, who've learnt in this particular understanding that there are not just uh, there's not just one inner child but multiple. Um, so then we get into questions of like how do I meet them? Why why don't I feel ready to meet them? Why do I place myself in situations where I avoid or I numb the opportunity for me to create connection with them? And how do we invite them into our lives? Um, so all of these are just exploring different ways that we can open up healing for us um, in our own bodies and in our experience and in ourselves. So 
um, I think that I'm very blessed in that I, my name is Ness, um, and that comes with its own understandings as well. Um, but the biggest one I feel is that, um, my name that I've chosen for myself now is one that I can attach to almost any emotion. So that includes sadness, that includes ecstaticness, that includes, um, hopefulness or joyousness or angriness or rageful-ness. Um, and for me, that invites me into a deeper school of understanding when it comes to my inner children because I can identify them by the emotion that I'm experiencing um, and open up space for them to be seen. This only ever happens when I'm able to move through the doorway that is my body to pay attention to the heaviness that I might feel or the tension that I might feel in my body or my being um, and to understand that more deeply as an indicator of the feelings that deserve to be expressed and revealed rather than um, things to sort of just push away until a later date because they kind of just build up until it gets to a breaking point and then it's all a tsunami from there. Um, but yeah, so how do I meet them? I meet them, I guess, first by identifying who they are, um, by saying, hello, sadness, I see you. Um, I'm sorry that I've kept you in the dark for so long. I'm sorry that I've denied you the space to be and the space to breathe. Um, please forgive me for, for leaving you. Um, just as perhaps you might've been left as a child or perhaps you might've felt alone. And it's understanding that when we ignore these parts of ourselves, they really do just sit in a dark space until we give them um, enough of a space to be integrated into our whole beings. So I think one of the things that we are granted as multidimensional beings is the ability to explore all the different facets of who we are. And it is a life's work. It really takes an entire lifetime to fully grasp and understand how big we truly, truly are um, and how expansive we are when we um, integrate the parts of ourselves that are asking for attention or that need our love. <sighs> so I sit with sadness. I sit with the heaviness that is in my chest and I say, what are you trying to tell me? Or how can we move forward in our experience in a more heartful way? Um, and you breathe into that space, you can say, hello, sadness, it is so nice to meet you. I generally find that the Hawaiian ritual, ritual of the Ho'oponopono um, is really, really useful to me in this. It's a, such an important tool in this process of understanding and moving through the deeper feelings that might be connecting hard experiences in our lives. So that's the Ho'oponopono is, uh, is a, it's sort of like a practice for forgiveness, whether that's with another person or with that's you, you with yourself, um, is really up to the independent situation, but it's, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Um, I thank you and I love you, um, is, you know, the, the traditional practice, so I follow that with an inner child. I say, I'm sorry, sadness. Please forgive me for leaving you in the dark. I thank you for bringing yourself to my awareness and my attention. And I love you. I promise to 
give you space to breathe. I promise to invite you into creative experiences. I promise to make art in your name. I promise to create sacredness in our bones and allow you to breathe. Um, And often, even in that space, just through that simple recognition, I find that (laughs) like the dams break down and I just, yeah, I cry it out because I think that's the healthiest way to release for me personally. I'm a Pisces, so I'm all about water. Um, And I personally find that the sensitivity that I've held for so many years as a burden is actually one of my greatest strengths. It enables me to truly feel the aspects of myself that are calling for my attention um, and the energies that are around me that are here to assist me. So when I'm doing this work, I'm calling in angels of healing. I'm calling in Archangel Gabriel to help ease the waters and the flow of energy through my body and through my being to allow me to really experience the emotion so that I can integrate it and then release it. Um, Because if we don't experience them, then they kind of just sit there in this nothing place until they build up to a point where we can no longer handle it. And that's usually where mental breakdowns come in. That's usually where anxiety comes in. That's usually where depression comes in because we've allowed those spaces to be unexplored for so long that the idea of exploring them is something that feels like Everest, like something we cannot surpass or overcome. And so that leads me into why this container is something that I wanted to create this container that is guideness because I feel like so many of us are just looking for that um, that guidance that help in this entire experience I did not know how to do it when I started doing it um, until I met people who saw value in me and who wanted to help me and I'm eternally grateful to each and every person that has crossed my path with that intention um, yeah and I, I'm yeah ugh there are so many people in my life that I've met and there has been my life before I've met them and there has been my life after I've met them and the amount of work that has gone into the person that I am today um the collective energy that has gone into the person that I am today um is truly immense when I think about it but I am so eternally grateful for it because it means that I get to stand here and like stamp my feet on the ground and be confident and say, I am Ness and I am here to guide others and I'm here to guide myself and I'm here to connect with the earth and I'm here to be a happy being, a joyous being, an expression of who I truly came to this earth to be. Um, And I think that in and of itself is its own gift, Um, a gift from me onto me. And from God unto me as well. So, yes. (sighs) So why is it so important to meet and heal our inner children? I think one of the biggest reasons why it's so important is because I think our world is currently operating in this place of mass trauma and mass hurt. And um, I think the biggest part of the problem is that um, most of us are unwilling to really recognize that there is a problem. And I think most of us have been exposed to the idea of childhood trauma, but not in the way that it can be, it can be released, it can be healed, it can be metabolized, it can be 
um, something that makes us stronger and something that we can move through rather than something that we allow to control our existence and control our reactions and control our lives because you know at the moment there is so much hurt in our world and there is so many wars happening there are people who feel so disconnected from themselves from their families from where they are from their bodies and it's it's an incredibly big task but it's one that's entirely possible if we start within if we open up the doors to ourselves and we commit to exploring the parts of ourselves that need love that need attention that need awareness um, because otherwise this work this this work is is impossible um, and I think part of part of the greatest realization I've ever had is that in order to be um, you know in order to be part of the solution we have to recognize that we are also part of the problem but that also places us in such a uniquely innate position to be able to understand and help um, and serve in a way that honors ourselves and that honors our spirits uh, each other and also the universe um, yeah yeah so guideness <laughs> Um, guideness is something that uh, it really came to me after I wrote a letter to my guides and to my ancestors asking you know what is going on (laughs) what is how how can I serve in this world in a way that honors me Um, and how do I describe all of the all of the modalities that I use all of the things that I am all of the beings that I am how can I describe that in a way that is accessible for people to to seek and to understand Um, and so it came to me almost in breadcrumbs over the span of quite some time Um, (laughs) and the end result was guideness Um, I realized plainer than truth it just couldn't have been any more obvious that that was what I was meant to be doing Um, and so from that point forward, I started building out what it would look like. Um, so I, I move energy, I channel from my heart, I channel from the divine sources of support around me. Um, I call in divine sources of support and I, I'm a, I like to think of myself as a professional space holder. Um, so I don't do the work for you, which I think is the the popular and traditional understanding of what healing is and what healers do is they they do things for others and you walk away feeling lighter you walk away feeling better until you experience another hiccup and then you're like well now I have to go see them again ideally what I'm trying to do within guideness is create a space of empowerment where you feel confident enough to do the work yourself Um, But you can also access my guidance in order to be able to continue empowering yourself and empowering those around you and the world around you. So I open a space, I call in divine sources of support and connect you to the earth, connect you to yourself, and then we explore the different things that live in your body that might come up for you. Um, we explore them in a way that is non-confrontational, that is accessible and that is gentle. Um, and I think that is something that 
I am still learning to this day to offer to myself is that gentleness throughout this entire process of I am exactly where I need to be and everything is happening for me. I think that really is the key indicator of a growing consciousness is the ability to have that strength to be gentle because it's so easy I feel to be to be angry it's so easy to be reactive it is our split second understanding of how to engage with the world at the moment through our unhealed ego through our hurt parts it is not so easy to offer yourself gentleness to offer yourself kindness to offer yourself and to offer others that softness that I think would heal so many people's hearts um, and so many people's spirits. And that doesn't mean being a pushover and that doesn't mean being passive. It means having strong as steel boundaries so that people understand that this is you and this is me and this is what I need and this is what I want from this situation And if that gets violated, then I'm going to be firm with that. I don't have to be angry. I don't have to be unkind, but I will be clear and I will be firm. And I think that is the different vibration between being gentle in your own existence and with others and being unkind and reactive and aggressive in some places. So I think that is a shift that we are making as a collective human consciousness at the moment, but it needs to start with ourselves to ourselves. Um, and that's something that I think we can practice every day. <sighs> Decompression breath. I find one of the tools most useful for me in practicing that gentleness has been affirmations and so many people that I've spoken to or that I've guided in the past will probably roll their eyes at this point because I will cry to the heavens about affirmations until the cows come home because much like anything else you know I think gentleness and healing and self-empowerment it's a skill Um, and we can't just have a skill we need to earn a skill we need to work towards a skill we need to play towards a skill and that means practice that means including it in our days that means creating space for it in our lives um i like to do it 40 minutes after i uh like between the window of waking up and 40 minutes after i'm awake because that is the time where the subconscious mind is still able to soak in information um, and retain that information in a healthy way as well. So affirmations 40 minutes after I wake up and then I just make sure that the music and the content that I'm consuming is empowering because ultimately at the end of the day, I truly believe that I do not have the time nor the energy to be able to just kind of waste my resources, my inner light, my resources on spaces that do not bring me joy. And that's that on that. <laughs> so in a guidance session, in a guidance session, once we've moved through some of the deeper emotions that are coming up, um, we create space to be able to experience and express them. So that might be creatively, that might be writing something down that might be drawing something that might be describing what you see behind closed eyelids um and then from that space 
um, I am able to help develop a aftercool. And from that space, I'm able to help you develop an aftercare toolkit um, to move forward with as you as you continue out into your daily lives and move forward. Um, and yeah, it is very simple in its structure because I think that as a space holder, you don't really need to do very much. I, I believe that every human has the innate ability to channel for themselves and for those around them. My privilege is that I have been given the gift and the blessing to be able to know how to do it in this time space dimension, in this human expression of who I am right now. Um, And so that is something that I'm very proud and privileged that I I get to say is my life's mission, um, is my purpose, is my dharma. And I am so content that that's how I get to show up in the world and share what I do in the world. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's an absolute privilege. Um, If you want to find out more information about whether it's being in your body or calling in divine sources of support or working with your inner children, you can contact me either through my website at www.guidenest.com.au um, or Instagram at guidenest underscore alignment. Um, I'm always looking um, forward to having more conversations with people about their journeys and what you're dealing with, what you're trying to move through um and even if uh you'd like to work together with me at some point um that's something I'd always uh love to encourage as well because I love meeting new people and I love expanding my own practice as well through the experience of meeting new people and channeling messages for them because often when I find that I, it's it's not a one-way channel, I'm not just channeling for one person, often the knowledge that comes through is uh, advice and knowledge and wisdom that is very useful for me as well. So yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's an interesting time. I feel like we're definitely experiencing some big shifts in consciousness at the moment. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but I don't need to because I think I'm just content to be sitting in this space of wonderment and excitement and joyousness and gratitude for everything that I have and everything that I am. You don't feel alone in this entire journey and experience of what we're going through at the moment because I think as a collective we have so much more in common than we realize. Um, and once we we reach out and seek that support in one another, the doors and the portals that we open up they're immense and they're exactly what we need at the exact right time. So I want to thank you all for tuning in today, for listening into this episode. Um, The next episode that's coming up, I believe, is an episode that I recorded with an incredible musician, Rissa Vibes, from the United States. um, And we'll be sharing that very shortly. So please enjoy your week and we'll talk to you soon. Falling